When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome. We have been expecting you. <laughs> Welcome to the Old Radio Comedy Podcast Halloween Special. <laughs> Welcome to episode 85 of season 3 of the Old Radio Comedy Podcast and our annual Halloween special. So we don't put out scary, horror-filled OTR episodes with zombies and vampires and monsters and murder. So our shows don't frighten the bejesus out of you. But just because we're a comedy show doesn't mean we can't enjoy the fun that is Halloween. So I hope everyone has settled back in their favorite easy chair with a mug of hot apple cider and some pumpkin bars for two back-to-back Halloween-themed episodes of comedy old-time radio shows. The first is the October 29, 1945 broadcast of The Nebs, and the second is the October 30, 1948 broadcast of Archie Andrews. Everyone please enjoy, and have a great Halloween! Stacks presents The Neb, starring Gene Lockhart and Kathleen Lockhart as Rudy and Fanny Neb. <laughs> the Neb, straight from America's famous comic strip, with Junior, Obi Slider, and all the others you've laughed and adventured with for 22 years. Well, the autumn leaves are a riot of color, pumpkins are ripe on the vine. Shocks of corn are stacked in the fields to dry. And there's something doing in the Neb house. Rudy, Fanny, and Junior are getting ready for Halloween. Oh, so round, so firm, so fully packed, so... Oh, Rudy, take your head out of that pumpkin. Do you want to scare Junior? <laughs> Pump doesn't scare me, Mom. He looks better that way. Junior. <laughs> there's nothing like a nice, big, round, yellow pumpkin, eh, Junior? Well, I like them better when they're flat and brown and have a crust around them. <laughs> well, there are plenty of pumpkin pies for our party tonight. I made six. Six? Why, when I was out in the kitchen, I only counted five. Well, that's funny. When Pop came out of the kitchen, I only counted four. <laughs> that reminds me. Uh, Junior, will you go out in the kitchen and get me uh Just a minute. You two leave those pies alone. I don't want any pies. I want some bicarb of soda. <laughs> a little exercise might help. Now, will you boys please give me some help with these Halloween decorations? And Rudy, stop walking under that ladder. Jeepers, Pop, don't you know walking under ladders is bad luck? I have better luck walking under them than up them. Every time I climb a ladder, I see spots before my eyes. What's the matter, Pop? Dizzy spells? No, Junior, dirty walls. <laughs> and your father's going to have to clean them. You see what I mean, Junior? I wonder what everybody's bringing to the party tonight. Why should they bring anything? What did Pop do, get him into thinking this was Christmas? Oh, I suppose it's a habit left over from the war, Junior. I planned a buffet, and everybody insisted on bringing a dish of some kind. And I'll bet your cousin Amby Potts will bring a bag of stale peanuts. Gee, Pop, you talk like cousin Amby's as stingy as old Scrooge. My boy, your cousin Amby Potts gave Scrooge lessons. Oh, now, Rudy, <laughs> don't be too hard on Amby. Yeah, I remember last Halloween when he came over, he brought an apple. That's right. Amby was feeling kind-hearted last year. He wanted to give the worm a ride. <laughs> now you boys break it up. Junior, I want you to run over to the store for me. Here, here's a list of the things I want. Okay, Mom, but I gotta hurry. I got a date with Donna. Rudy, look, isn't that Amby wobbling up the walk? Oh, must be. Too tall for a duck. Come in. Hello, Fanny. 
Hello, Rudy. Well, Amby, it's awfully nice to see you. Yes, it's also nice when we don't. Same to you, Rudy. What's all the decorating for? We're having a party, Amby. Didn't you know it's Halloween? He probably thinks Halloween is the time you take a calf away from its mother. Pipe <laughs> um, down, Rudy. Halloween's for kids. All they do is run around ringing doorbells. No, Amby. Blackmailing people by yelling tricks or treats, pushing over... Amby! Fences. <laughs> Amby, you talk like you're soured on the world. Sour is right. Amby's the only lemon I ever saw that didn't grow on a tree. And you're the only monkey I ever saw who couldn't hang by his tail from one. <laughs> touche. Huh? What's touche? Well, it isn't a hand lotion. Everybody's coming over tonight, Amby. Obie Slider and her. And so? Maybe I'll be over. And they're all bringing something. Oh, maybe I'll stay home. <laughs> oh, you must come, Amby. You'll enjoy it. I should think you get awfully tired living alone in that house next door. Not half as tired as we get having you live next door. Now, Rudy. Oh, Fanny, I don't pay no attention to little big shot here. Why, if I took exception to what he says, I'd rough him up till he looked like my ex-wife made me look. Uh, uh, good old Sylvia Appleby. Now, there's a girl. You said it, and she can stay there. Now, you men stop talking about Sylvia. What's wrong with her? Besides being a gossip. She talks too much. No wonder Amby didn't know what day this was. Why, when he was married to Sylvia, every day was Halloween at his house. Well, anyway, the witch was there. <laughs> Amby, too bad you don't have a nice family. You'd be a different man. Well, maybe, Fanny. I reckon I do envy you and Rudy sometimes. Guess I'd take an interest in such things as Halloween if I had some children and a good wife. Cook for me. Why, Amby, wasn't Sylvia a good cook? The only thing she could cook good was my goose. <laughs> be right nice to be like you folks, having friends drop in for dinner, and them bringing the dinner. Well, Amby, maybe you'll find the right girl yet. Girl? Any woman in his age group is no girl. No, be quiet, Rudy. My place sure needs a woman's touch, Fanny. House needs cleaning. Amby, I have an idea. Why not leave your key with me, and I'll go over and tidy up things a bit. Would you, Fanny? You bet I will. Well, now, that's mighty nice of you. Here's the key. When you finish, just block up the place and have Junior drop the key off at my office. All right, Amby. Well, guess I'll be going. You'll be around for the party tonight, won't you, Amby? Sure, sure. See you later. As long as you don't cost nothing. <laughs> Goodbye, Amby. Rudy? I've got a wonderful idea. Yes? What? I feel sorry for poor Amby. Let's take all the food and decorations over to his house and surprise him with a real Halloween party over there. My, my, that, that is an idea. It even gives me an idea. Yes? What? I'll take a jack-o'-lantern, fill it full of water, put it up over his door, and when he comes in, it'll spill all over him. Oh, Rudy. Ned, you'll do no such thing. Boy, I can see the headlines in tomorrow's paper. Amby Potts gets Duncan in pumpkin. <laughs> Rudy. Amby Potts washed by a squash. <laughs> we'll return to the Nebs in just a moment. But first, here's a suggestion. If you're a wife or a mother, take a good look at your menfolk. Do you notice signs of nervousness, circles under the eyes, worry, and overwork? Do they complain of sleep being interrupted, nervousness, or rheumatic pains? Ask yourself, does my husband look years older than he actually is? These symptoms may be caused by excess acids and poisons which should be removed through the bloodstream. When there is nothing organically or systemically wrong, the medicine called Cystex... C-Y-S-T-E-X usually goes to work right now, helping nature clear away excess acids and poisons. So if you're run down and not up to par, why don't you try Cystex? You must discover Cystex to be a quick and easy way to help remove excess acids through the blood and to gain increased vitality and better sleep, or your money back is guaranteed on return of empty package. Get Cystex, C-Y-S-T-E-X, from your druggist today. And take it as directed with a glass of water after each meal. See how much better you feel tomorrow. 
to the nail. Fanny, you could have thought of something a lot easier than holding our Halloween party over at Ambie's house. You just get started over to Ambie's with those decorations. Here, Mom, I got the things you wanted at the store. Oh, thank you, Junior. Uh, uh, Junior, uh, give me a hand with these pumpkins. We're moving everything over to Ambie's house. But, Pop, I've got a date. Buck's coming by for me in a minute. Fine, he can help, too. But jeepers, Pop, we gotta pick up Donna and drive out in the country for a load of pumpkins. Donna wants them for the Girl Scouts Halloween party. Now, Junior, Girl Scouts are for girls. Oh, yeah? Get hep, Pop. Get hep. <laughs> I think it's real nice of Junior to help them with their party. After all, this is National Girl Scout Week. And I'm scouting for them all week, too. Come in. Hi, Buck. Hello, Buck. Good morning, everybody. Oh, aren't you a little mixed up, Buck? This is afternoon. Oh, but I haven't had any lunch. Why, Buck, you must be starved. Can I get you a sandwich? Oh, thanks, Mrs. Neb. I'd like to have just some plain rye bread. Is that all, Buck? Well, if you insist, I'll have a little something between us. How about a sandwich with rye bread, cheese, and mayonnaise? Uh, no mayonnaise, thank you. Instead, I'll have mustard, pickles, sliced tomato, lettuce, and cheese melted on a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> well, excuse me, Buck. I'll see what I can do. Your mother is very hospitable, Junior. And so's your appetite. It welcomes anything. <laughs> well, Buck, I like to see growing boys eat. Oh, it isn't that I'm so hungry, Mr. Neb. I just don't want to catch anemia. Why, you don't look like there's been anything ever wrong with you. Well, I had a light touch of hangnails last week, but I'm getting over it now. <laughs> Say, Buck, we better get going. Donna's probably at home sitting on pins and needles. Well, if she is, she'll get up. <laughs> now, while you boys are waiting, how about helping me take some of this Halloween equipment over to Amby Potts? Oh, Pop. Here's your sandwich, Buck. Oh, thanks, Mrs. Neb. Junior, do you want to help me carry it? No, to carry that sandwich, I'd need a bucket. Now, you boys be careful and drive slowly. Oh, we'll have to in my jalopy. Oh, Buck, it's too bad you don't have a girl to take along. Well, I wanted Buck to let me get him a blind date. Oh, no, thanks. I got stuck with a blind date once. I had a terrible time. Ugh. Where did you take her, Buck? No place. She just sat at home in her playpen and chewed on a rattle. <laughs> well, Donna, I hope we got enough pumpkins for your Girl Scout party. Oh, these will be small, Buck. Practically a whole jalopy full. Jeepers, there's hardly any room to sit in here. Say, I got an idea, Donna. What is it, Junior? Well, instead of me holding so many pumpkins, how about you holding the pumpkins and let me hold you? Why, Junior Nip, I'll do no such thing. Well, who do you think you are? Van Johnson? If you was, Donna, you'd be holding him. Hey. <laughs> hey, gang, look. It's beginning to rain. I thought I felt some mist on my face. Oh, it isn't raining. It's just the radiator steaming up. <laughs> oh, but radiators don't have cloud bursts. It's rain. Well, if you don't believe it's the radiator, look at Donna's face. It's beginning to rust. You should talk, Buck. You look like you've been hit in the face by a big, juicy freckle. Well, once we get up this grade, we'll soon be home and we can get cleaned up. Golly, we aren't out of sight of the pumpkin field yet. It's just back down the hill. Oh, now what? Buck, I think you've got carburetor trouble or something. Is that just another way of saying we're out of gas? Oh, we couldn't be, unless that leak's come back in the tank. Junior Neb, after all the times we've been out together, are you trying to pull that low wheeze about being out of gas? Well, it's not me that's out of gas, Donna. It's Buck Jalopy. And even I'm more romantic than to deliberately run out of gas with a car full of pumpkins. <laughs> well, Buck, it's awfully silly not to check everything before you start out on a trip like this Well, I did check everything I stopped that gas leak only yesterday huh. After this, I'll believe the radio This wartime chewing gum is inferior tell you, Junior may be a little late. What's the matter, Buck? Well, we were coming home when the jalopy stalled, and when we got out to see what the trouble was, it rolled back down the hill. But, Buck, where are the pumpkins? They're back in the field. 
Oh, what about your car? It's in there with the rest of the pumpkins. Come in. Hello, Fanny. Well, it's Obie Slider. Hi there, Buglebeak. Hello, Adam Brain. <laughs> Say, I thought you folks were going to have a Halloween party. We are. Why do you think I'm carrying a pumpkin under my arm? Oh, is that a pumpkin? I thought it was your head. <laughs> we're having a party, all right, Obie. Well, from the looks of this living room, you've already had it. Well, you see, Obie, Fanny had a bright idea. Well, naturally. She's the only one around this house who could have a bright idea. Obie. We decided to surprise Andy Potts and have the party at his house. He came by today, and I felt sorry for him. Andy's terribly lonely. Well, did you ever see a skunk that wasn't? <laughs> we had our house half decorated, and now we're moving the party over there. Well, the only way Andy'd ever have a party is to have somebody take it to him. Uh, what have you got in that paper, Sack? <laughs> Well, here, Fanny. Uh, now, this is mine and Hepsi's contribution to the buffet supper. That's awfully nice of you, Obie. There's some homemade donuts, a pie, and two fried chicken. Plus a couple of drumsticks that disappeared on the way over. I'll take these things over to Andy with the rest of the food. Uh, here, Obie. You can help me take some stuff over. I'm going to put you to work. Oh, I knew I should have sent Hepsi this trip. What's the matter with Junior? He'd come in mighty handy here. Junior and Donna went with Bucks to get some pumpkins for the Girl Scout Halloween party. This is National Girl Scout Week, you know. <laughs> well, boys will be Girl Scouts. I remember when I was a Girl Scout. Oh, Rudy, stop bragging. Uh, you know what I mean, Fanny. Uh, when I was a Boy Scout, I learned plenty. I did my good deed every day. I learned courtesy, kindliness, courage. Rudy, you surprised me. I also learned to be stingy, uh, thrifty. <laughs> And now back to the Nebs with Gene Lockhart and Kathleen Lockhart as Rudy and Fanny Neb. Uh, Fanny, I always said I'd do anything for you, but when I said it, I, I didn't know it'd include coming over here to Amby's house and decorating it for Halloween. Oh, now you and Obie just go ahead and fix up the place. Uh, Fanny, uh, how'd you ever persuade Amby to let you have the keys to his house without telling him about the party? Well, he said the place was in a mess, so I offered to clean house for him. Well, it'd have been much easier just to hire a couple of street cleaners. <laughs> oh, I'm going home now and bring back some dishes and things. Now, you boys go ahead with the decorating. All right, Fanny. Obie, isn't it strange how a man living by himself will let things go? Just look at this dump. Well, you know, poor Amby never was used to much in the first place. He used to tell me about his life as a boy. His folks lived in a shack upstairs over the pig pen. That must have been very unsanitary. Oh, I don't know. Amby said they didn't lose a pig in ten years. <laughs> well, come on. Let's get things fixed. Fanny will be back in a minute. Wait a minute, Rudy. Did you see this stack of mail that old Amby left here on the table? Letters to him? Well, yes. Well, what do you know? Amby belongs to a Lonely Hearts Club. Well. Oh, let me see. Mm. Well, it doesn't sound like you belong me very long, Obie. Listen to this. Mm -hmm. My dear buttered coffee cake. <laughs> Sounds like Amby's being buttered for coffee and cake. Uh, be quiet, listen. Mm. Won't you please send me your picture? In my imagination, I always think of you as strong, silent, calm, and... Composed. Well, Amby's always been calm and decomposed. <laughs> she says, your disposition is tranquil. Your face is benign. Benign is right. He'll soon be 99. <laughs> and listen to this. Honey boy, I don't picture you with a mustache. Well, that's all right. His nose hides it. Uh, how does she sign the letter? Uh, your devoted cream puff with the cream on top. <laughs> Say, here's her picture. Must have dropped out of the letter. Take a look at this. Uh-oh. I see. Well, it could happen to anybody. But it shouldn't. Rudy, what are you and Obie doing? Oh, uh, just taking a little recess. Why, you haven't done a thing. Yes, we have, Fanny. We discovered that Honey Boy Potts and Cream Puff somebody or other are booming. Oh, brother. 
Why, the very idea. Were you two reading Andy's mail? Uh, but, but, Fanny, the, the letter was lying wide open right here on the table. Well, put it back on the table. We've got to get things ready and go out, be out of here before Andy gets home. But, Fanny, you should read some of the mushy goo in this letter. Rudy, I've heard enough mushy goo to last me a lifetime. Where? The night you proposed. Huh? <laughs> With another Halloween, just like this, remember? <laughs> you had your speech all written out. Uh-huh. Had a ghostwriter, huh? <laughs> I'll never forget that night. It was moonlight, and Rudy and I were down to the lake. And when I got home, I told my father that at last I'd hooked Rudy on the pier. <laughs> Your father always liked me, Fanny. Uh, what did he say? He said I should have thrown you back. <laughs> Everything's done. Ambie will certainly be in for a surprise when he gets home. Uh, I locked up that moth-infested shack of his. Uh, here's the key. Junior, I promised Ambie I'd send uh, him the key. Uh, will you run down to the bank and give it to him? Oh, sure, Mom. Right away. Come in. Well, uh, howdy, howdy, folks. Howdy. Well, hello, Herbie. Sit down, Herb. Make yourself at home. Yeah, don't mind if I do, Fanny. Don't mind if I do. Uh, I'll take off my shoes. Nope, better not. My socks are in the wash. <laughs> well, Herb, all set for the party tonight? Party? What party? Oh, party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Supposed to be with a party tonight. Called it off, though. <laughs> Had another day. <laughs> <laughs> Rudy means our Halloween party, Herb. Oh, Halloween party. Oh, sure, sure. You get the fiddles I sent you over? Yes, it was a very nice box lunch. Yes, yes, I thought so myself. Uh, picked it up at the barber shop. Don't know who left it. Think it was a war worker. <laughs> he won't eat it. The whole war's over. <laughs> well, Herb, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. Playing games, bobbing for apples. Yeah, that's so, that's so. Well, I ain't never bobbed no apples. <laughs> been, been years since I bobbed anything but hair. <laughs> Would work on an apple, though. Oh, that's a different bob, Herb. <laughs> different one, all right. Ain't the one I know. Nice feller, Bob. <laughs> nice feller, Bob. That's Bob told the picture says, leave the Yankees, you know. <laughs> now, why don't we talk about something we can all get together on? Why now, say something now and get together tonight. Yes, yes sir. Been talking about something all day in the barber shop, though. My uncle Drake is falling down over here. Yeah. Big yeah. crowd in the shop today, I guess, huh? Oh, yeah. What did What did you fellas talk about? Oh, well, we never did find out. Nobody there but me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Herb, when there's nobody around to talk to, you can always talk to yourself. Uh, talking to himself might make people start asking questions, especially in Herb's case. Yeah, yeah, already done that. Always ask myself a lot of silly questions. <laughs> Funny thing, always get silly answers. <laughs> Herb, what you need is a good home and a good wife to look after you. Some girl who'd be a real companion. Yes, just try and find such a character. Oh, might be done yet, Rudy. <laughs> Thought I had just such a girl once. Yep. Bumped into her down at the department store. <laughs> Took her home that night. Yeah, big disappointment, though, big disappointment. Wasn't she the right type? Oh, gosh, no. Missed it by a mile. Oh, yeah. Turned out to be a dress store dummy. She didn't wear shapes, though. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, Herb, I found out Ambie Potts is corresponding with a prospective bride. Prospective bride, you say? <laughs> Never thought he'd take them prospecting. <laughs> well, it looks like the real thing. They're writing love letters. Yep. Trouble with that is, except after writing love letters, is writing checks. Yep. I used to get love letters myself. Nothing ever came of it, though. Why, Herb, I didn't know you were romantic. Oh, well, sure. World's worst. This girl I wrote to was in poor health. Though spent the time of Sanctuarian. Used to write me mighty pretty love letters. Sanitarium, mm -hmm. huh? Uh, who was she, Herb? Oh, I never did learn her last name, Rudy. Always sort of signed her name better, you know, just plain Josephine. That's a nice name, Josephine. Yeah, 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 yeah. She had a nice name for me, too. 
Always call me Napoleon. <laughs> well, she might have win by and by. Now, quiet, everybody. Let's sneak up to Ambie's door and burst in. I'll bet the old cooch getting a kick out of this Halloween. Oh, his lights are on. I lighted the candles in those jack-o'-lanterns before I locked up the place this afternoon. Oh. Well, mental lapse, open the door, easy light. Okay. Well, guess he's afraid somebody will come up and yell, trick or treat. He calls that blackmail. Ambie's probably back in the kitchen sampling our buffet supper. Shouldn't do that, though. Ain't some time we all get that. You don't suppose he's mad because we decorated his house for the party, do you? I'll get his attention. Ambie Potts, open up this door. He can't hoard our food like this. We brought enough grub over here to last him all winter. Well, maybe that's why he won't let us in. He's going to hibernate. Hey, Pop. Yes, Junior? Well, I gave Cousin Ambie the key and he said he'd be here later. Here's a note of thanks for cleaning up his house. Oh? What what does Ambie say, Rudy? Uh, he says, Dear Fanny and Rudy, Happy Halloween. Keep an eye on my place until I get there. I'll be out of town for the weekend. I'm looking for a cream puff with a cream on top. We'll be back in just a moment. Now for a last brief moment with the Ned. Mm, let's see now. Replacing broken lamp, $35. Repairing scorched woodwork caused by candle igniting jack-o'-lantern, $20. Breaking window, making illegal entry to raid kitchen, bail, $500. Rudy, what are you figuring on? Oh, this bill I got from Ambie Potts. It was hard to be honest to charge it against my income tax as Halloween entertainment would have, Fanny. Well, you don't call our Halloween party entertainment, do you? Oh, what a fizzle. Well, Fanny, we've got to hand it to the Girl Scouts of America. When Potts locked us out of our own party, those kids took us right in. I had a grand time at their party. The Girl Scouts always come to the rescue in any good cause. Yes, this would be a better country, Fanny, if we grown-ups took as much interest in the Girl Scouts as they took in us. But, Rudy, you shouldn't have tried to give those girls jitterbug lessons. What? Why, they appreciated it, didn't they? They gave me first aid when I jitterbugged my joints all out of place. <laughs> Join us next Sunday, same time, when this sex again presents Gene Lockhart and Kathleen Lockhart and Sinead. The show is written by John Elliott and produced by Wally Lamb. The Nebs are created by Saul Ness and are supervised for radio by the mayor. This is Tom Dixon saying goodbye for Sistank. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. Read the Nebs every day in the Los Angeles Examiner. This is KHJ, the Don Lee Station, Los Angeles. Get it's a matter of life or death. Oh, relax, Archie. Relax. Here's where it is again, the unfamiliars of readers of Archie Comics magazine known and loved so well. Brought to you by Swift and Company. Makers of Swift, Swifty of Sausage, Archie Andrews, and all his gang. weekly visit to Riverdale. It's early evening as we look in on the Andrews' home, and we find Mrs. Andrews sitting in the living room sewing. When day is done and shadows fall, I see... Here I am, dear. Oh, hiya, Mom. Hello, dear. But there's something I want to ask you, Mom. Archie. It's very important, very, Archie. very important, so please say yes. Archie. Huh? Archie Andrews, how many times have I asked you not to slam the door when you come into the house and not to shout at the top of your lungs? Well, gee, I'm sorry, Mom, but i got to ask you something. All right. 
Now, just what is it that's so important? Well, I just want to ask you... She was my worst dad. Well, he isn't home yet, dear. He's going to stay with detained at the office. But he'll be home any minute. Oh, well, what I was going to ask, Mom, is can we have a party here tonight? Of course you can. What? A party, a Halloween party. Tonight? Uh-huh. We were all set to have one at Veronica's house, but when Mr. Lodge heard about it tonight, he said nothing doing. Oh. And if I can have the party here, it would really make a good impression on Veronica. But, Archie, I don't know what to say on such short Well, you don't have to prepare anything, Mom. The but girls dear, have all the candy and the cake and stuff at Veronica's now, and if you say yes, they'll bring everything right over here, and we'll clean well. up afterwards and be very careful, please, huh? <laughs> well, if you put it that way, Archie, I don't see how I can say no. Oh, gee, thanks, Mom. I knew you'd say yes. Thanks for making fun. Thanks. Oh, you're such a good Archie, all right. You're quite welcome, dear. But if you're having company tonight, I'd better go change my dress. I'm sure you want your mother looking presentable. Oh, sure, Mom. And as soon as I call the kids and tell them everything's okay, I'll get dressed, too. Boy, oh, boy, we can have a Halloween party here. Hats off. Mary, hello. Mary. Oh, that's funny. I wonder where she is. Oh, well, I must be around the house someplace. Oh, boy, it sure feels good to be home. What a day. What a day. Oh, I don't know when this armchair looked so comfortable or felt so comfortable. Oh, it's great to be home. Yes, sir. I'll just take my tie off and open my collar. Oh, yeah, that's better. Now, I'll get these shoes off. Oh, now to sit back and relax. Yes, sir, it certainly feels good to be... Oh, it What'd you expect? Elsa Maxwell? <laughs> no, Jughead, I did not expect Elsa Maxwell. And since when do you come barging in here without ringing the bell? Oh, I could just call me to. We got a lot of things to do. Got a lot of things? What kind of things? Oh, no, I'm trying to explain now, Mr. Andrews. Hey, Archie! Archie! He is here. <laughs> oh, what the dickens is all this about, anyway? I Hello, think... Mr. Andrews. Betty! What are you doing here? Oh, I just dropped in to see how... Well, what am I doing? <laughs> Betty, dear, if you don't mind, I live here. Oh. Well, I better take these packages out into the kitchen. Yeah, but Betty, wait, what are those packages? Can I explain that, Mr. Andrews? Oh, great. First Jughead comes marching in here without ringing the bell. Then Betty... Oh, yeah, Mr. Andrews. Andrews, but who are you? I'm Agatha Gush. Yeah. <laughs> and this is Janella Jenkins, and Sir Henderson, and Boosie Mayo. <laughs> I'm glad to know you, girls. Oh, I... girls, isn't he cute? Uh, look, Agatha, I... He'd be positively adorable if he only had hair. <laughs> what do you mean, if only I had hair? Oh, great. Now, how do you like that? I spend a hard day at the office. I come home exhausted, and all of a sudden, my house is turned into Grand Central Station. Come on, I you never get things right. Gee whiz, Dad, what are you doing here? Why does everybody keep asking me that? <laughs> Golly, Dad, I only meant I didn't know you were home. Archie, look, I am home, and I'm beginning to wish I wasn't. Now, if it's not asking too much, would you mind telling me what's going on around here? Well, sure, Dad. We're having a Halloween party. Oh, all right. For a minute, I... Is there a Halloween party? <laughs> uh-huh. We're going to dance. Play kissing games. No, I'm not... Play kissing games. I record. Play kissing games. All right, Jughead. How many girls do you think you could kiss in one night? <laughs> oh, great. Oh, brother, that's all. Archie, look, I... What are you doing here? That's all! Look, Mary, it so happens I live here. I pay the bills around here. I own the house here. That's what I'm doing here. Ted, don't be silly. I mean, what are you doing standing here in your stocking feet? Don't you know the children are having a Halloween party? Mary, I have news for you. 
The children are not having a Halloween party. Huh? Gee whiz. Hey, what do you mean? Just what I said. I am tired. I have a slight headache. Nobody consulted me about this. And what's more, they could just go have their old party in somebody else's house. Oh, but crazy. No, but I haven't the slightest intention of spending the rest of the night out in the kitchen so a bunch of young jitterbugs can wreck the living room. This is definite and final. No party. Oh, but Fred, Mark was an old sourpuss, not to let us have the party there. Yes. The Andrews are awfully nice to let us have the party here. Oh, hello, Mr. Andrews. Did we interrupt something? Uh, oh, nothing, very nothing. I, uh, I was just telling Archie. I hope this Halloween party would be a big success. Huh? Uh, well, Mary, don't just stand there. Let's go out in the kitchen. Come on. <laughs> Well, Chuck, I guess everything's just about all set, and the rest of the kids should be here any minute. Yeah. And I want you to help me. Yeah. Help you? Help you what? Help me be host. Help me see that everyone has a nice time. Who's going to see that I have a nice time? Judge, you'll have a nice time being assistant host. I want to talk to Agatha. She's supposed to be my date. After all, I even gave her a massage. Yes, I did. <laughs> massage? Judge, hey, you mean a corsage? A what? A corsage. <laughs> oh, she doesn't wear one of those. She's too thin. <laughs> Judge had not a corset, a corsage. Flowers. You gave Agatha some flowers. Yeah. And that mistletoe isn't cheap either. Yes, I Mistletoe? Judge, had you gave Agatha a corsage of mistletoe? Sure. I'm no fool. <laughs> oh, fine. Listen, Judge. Agatha will just have to wait till everyone gets here and we... Hello, Archie. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> so fine. Hi, y'all, Archie Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful nice to see y'all, Archie. There you Gee, yeah, I see somebody gave you a massage, too. Well, he means a corsage. And, Judge, I sent that to Veronica, so be quiet. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Gee, Veronica, you sure look pretty tonight. Oh, well, hello, everyone. I'm here. Oh, fine, Reggie Mantle. Hi, y'all, Reggie. Well, if I believe what everyone tells me, I'm just wonderful. Oh, great. Reggie, are you seriously in love with yourself, or is it just a passing fancy? Now, Archie, remember, you're the host. Oh, Reggie, isn't that a new suit you're wearing? Yes, Veronica. Do you like it? Oh, yes, Reggie. It's lovely. Oh, you just say that because I'm wearing it. Oh, fine. Uh, Reggie, look, I'm glad to see you at our party. Come in and uh, make yourself at home. All right, Archie, don't mind if I do. Uh, fine. And now, Veronica, I... say, I... Veronica, you're looking lovelier than ever. Huh? Oh, do you really think so, Reggie? Veronica, of course I... I do, my dear. In fact, I'd say you're prettier than all the other girls who run after me. Oh, Reggie, how sweet. Veronica, I... let's go sit down in the living room, Veronica, where we can have a nice long talk. Oh, oh right, I... Reggie, I'd love to. But, Veronica, wait, I want to talk to you. I just... I just... <laughs> now, how do you like that, Judge? I'm talking to Veronica, and that self-centered baboon comes in here and steals my girl right from under my nose. Now, I should remember, a host is friendly, and a host is polite, and a host is cheerful. Yes, Judge, and I'm beginning to think a host is also a darn fool. <laughs> Mary? Yes, dear? Mary, you know, I never realized before how uncomfortable these kitchen chairs are. <sighs> how late do you think those kids are liable to stay? Oh, I have no idea. But, Fred, if you're getting restless, let's go to a movie. Oh, Mary, I'm too tired to go to a movie. Then go upstairs and go to sleep. But who can sleep with the noise those kids are making? Besides, maybe we should be out there. Out there? Uh-huh. You know, after all, as Archie's parents... Isn't it sort of our duty to make the kids feel at home and see that they have a good time? Well, I suppose we should. But then again, youngsters don't like to have old folks around at their parties. It makes them feel awkward and self-conscious. Mary, don't be silly. Nobody's going to be awkward because I'm there. As a matter of fact, those kids are probably having a terribly dull time right now. Well, I'll go out there and show them how to pip up the party. Come on. 
Well, all right, dear, if you think we should. Of course we should. You'll see. Fred Andrews is always the life of the party. <laughs> we'll show them how to enjoy a party. Yes, dear. But they seem to be having a nice time right now. Well, yes, in a way. But, uh, oh, there's Betty. Hello there, Betty. Oh, Hello, Betty. Oh, how is it going? Well, how is it going? But, Betty, I wanted to... Fred, she's gone. Yeah, yeah, she is, isn't she? Oh, there's Veronica. Hello, Veronica. Oh, hello, Stranger. How is it going, Veronica? Hello, Veronica. Veronica. How's things going? Oh, she's been pretty busy, too, right? Oh, she's that Agatha girl. Oh, hello, Agatha. Oh, Mr. Oh, Mr. Oh, Mr. Oh, Mr. Oh, Mr. Oh, Mr. what she means by cues. But every time she sees me, she just goes into hysterics. <laughs> oh. Agatha always giggles. Well, I thought we were going to join the party. We can't just stand here all evening. Yeah, well, well you're right. We can't just stand here, but neither can we join the party. What? Oh, Mary, I'm afraid there's only one place for old fogies like us. Back to the kitchen. Come on. <laughs> And we can watch the moon for a while. All right. But it's a little chilly out here, isn't it? Oh, don't worry about that, Veronica. I'll put my arm around you. <laughs> there. That'll keep you warm. Oh, Archie. How sweet. Oh, it's nothing. Nothing at all. But, Veronica. Yes, Archie? Now that we're alone... There's something I want to ask you. Yes, Archie? Well, would you mind if... Well, that is, may I... What I mean to say is... Can I... Would you... Hey, I'm not here for Agatha. Oh, fine. Jug and Agatha. My goodness. You'll find out. Quick, Veronica. Come on over here so they won't see us. Oh, if that Agatha sees us, she'll stop talking and they'll never go back inside. All right, Archie, but I hope they don't stay out here too long. I'm getting chilled. Oh, they won't quite. Here they come. Gee whiz, it's cold out here, Agatha. Oh, it is not, Jughead. It's refreshing. Now, let's sit down for a while. Okay. I sure wish I knew why you wanted to sit out here with all that cake and candy back in the house. Jughead, don't you really know? No. Well, I'll show you. Put your arms around me. Go ahead. Like this? Uh-huh. Hold me tighter. Okay. Tighter. Okay. Tighter. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Guess I don't know my own strength. Oh, I guess not. Now, turn your face to mine. Okay. Now, look me in the eye. Which one? Either one. Now, hold me close. Okay. Now, what do you say? I know. What? Push bubble gum. Oh, for goodness sake. Jughead, you're as romantic as a dish of popcorn. And personally, I'll take the popcorn. Well, there you go. What did I say? Well, they're gone. Yes, I thought they'd never go in. Me too. Now, Veronica, where were we? Well, you were about to ask me something. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Veronica, as I was about to say, would you mind if... Are you out? No, fine. Yes, Betty, I'm out here. Oh, oh hello, Veronica. Hi. 
Archie, the kids want to roll back the rugs and move the furniture so we can dance. Well, you'll have to wait a while, Betty. I'm trying to talk to Veronica. But Archie, it's not polite to keep your guests waiting. But, Betty, I want to... The party will get dull if we don't start dancing. And you should keep it going. You're the host. Okay, okay. So I'm the host. But, Betty, the next time I throw a party, remind me not to. Those youngsters were absolutely rude to ignore us the way they did. Oh, Fred, they were just having a party. You didn't expect them to stop everything just to talk to us, did you? Well, when I was a boy, we showed respect for our parents. Party or no party. Well, times have changed, dear. So just read your newspaper and tell the youngsters get tired and go home. All right, dear, all right. At least it's quiet out here anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, fine. What about you, Reggie? Well, I'm really thirsty. Oh, hello, Reggie. Oh, hi, Miss Anders. Uh, Jug, get some ice cubes. I like my water cold. Okay. Wow. Look what we have here in the icebox. Cold chicken. Oh, boy, that looks good. Hey, did you hear that? Yes, dear, I heard Oh, look, fresh drugs. Hey, my chicken, that's for lunch tomorrow. Oh, Mary, don't say anything. Fresh apple pie. Oh, boy, that looks good. I popped the same best for dinner tomorrow night. I did it. I did it. I did it. I did it. I there's only one thing for us to do. Go down to the playroom in the basement. Come on. Back to Archie's Halloween party. When Veronica couldn't have the party at her house, Archie talked Mrs. Andrews into letting him use the Andrews house, namely to make a good impression on Veronica. But so far, he's been so busy being host, he hasn't had a chance to see much of Veronica. And meanwhile, Mr. and Mrs. Andrews are trying to find a quiet place to stay until the party's over. Okay, Betty, okay. Now the piano's out of the way, the couch is pushed back, the rugs rolled up, and everything's all set for dancing. Oh, thank you, Archie. That's fine. Good. Come on, everybody. I'm going to play the piano and everybody dance. Now that that's settled, maybe I can get a dance with Veronica for all my fun. Thank you. <laughs> yes, Agatha, yours. Oh, but Agatha, I want to... I just love dancing with you, Archie. <laughs> yes, Agatha, but I want to see if I... I'll dance with you. Come on, let's dance. Oh, me, all right, Agatha. Let's dance. Oh, no, Archie. Isn't this a wonderful party? Oh, sure, Agatha, sure. But you know something? If I didn't live here, I'd go home. And the way those children just raided that icebox without asking anyone's permission was absolutely rude. Oh, now, Mary, dear, just forget it. That's how youngsters are, you well, know. And there's nothing we can do about it anyway. Now, just be thankful it's quiet down here in the basement. We can sit here peacefully until those kids go home. Oh, yes, dear, you're right. But they can't leave any too soon for me. Yes, dear. Now, let's see. What was I reading in this newspaper? Oh, yes, dear. Mary, what's that? I don't know. Sounds like an earthquake or the house is falling down. Fred, I know what it is. What? We're directly under the living room. The children must be dancing. Oh, all right. For a minute, I was dancing. What kind of dancing is that that makes that much noise? Fred, you know how the youngsters jitterbug, jump up and down, and throw each other around. Yes, but do they have to do that to my house? The whole house is shaking. Fred, the youngsters are entitled to dance if they want. But, but they can't stop them doing that. Just can't. make the best of it to read your paper. Oh, me. All right, dear, all right. First we went out into the kitchen, then we came down to the cellar. You think there'd be one place we could go in our own house where we could just watch? Ye gods, Mary, what was that? Oh, dear. A big piece of the ceiling came down. Ceiling? Mary, come on. Fred, where can we go now? There's just one place, Mary, one place. To the living room to put an end to this nonsense. Come on. Yes, Agatha, it was fine. Now, if you don't mind, I want to ask Veronica for the next dance. Veronica? 
You raise the icebox without asking. Shove all the furniture around. Scrap up and scratch up a perfectly good floor. Break the ceiling in the basement with your jumping and stamping. And who knows what else you've done. I know. <laughs> Just be quiet. Now, I hate to be so harsh, but I'm afraid you young jitterbugs have to be taught some manners. And if you have anything to say for yourselves, I want to hear it. Well, yes, Dad, we do have something to say. But would you excuse me for just a minute? There's something I want to ask the other kids. You certainly may. Uh, hey, folks. Come here. Come here. Yeah. Okay, would you? Okay, fellas, thanks. Dad. Well, Archie, go on. Go on. Well, first, all the fellas want me to apologize for their getting a little wild. I should think they would. The apology is accepted. And we hope that this money will make up for the damage we did. Well, I should hope it... Money? What money? This money here, Dad. We all just chipped in the pay for the scratched floor and the broken ceiling. Well, I know it isn't very much money, but it's all we had. About three dollars, I think, in the little change. Archie. Yes, Dad? You mean to say that your, your friends chipped in that money to pay for the damage you did? Well, yes, Dad. Well, Archie, there's only one thing I can say. Yes, Dad? If that's the kind of friends you have, I'd be a pretty mean old sourpuss to take that money or to stop the party. Happy Halloween, kids. Come on, Mary. Let's dance. Back to the Andrews. It's many hours later and the big Halloween party's all over and everybody, including Mr. and Mrs. Andrews, had a fine time. Oh, gee, Dad. That was a swell party, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, son, it certainly was. Yes, you seem to be enjoying yourself, I noticed. Yeah, meaning what? Meaning where did you learn to jitterbug like that? Oh, Agatha taught me. And you know something? Agatha's cute. <laughs> Listen next Saturday when we bring you more of the merry adventures of Archie Andrews. This is Bob Sherry wishing you all a very pleasant weekend. So long. I hope you enjoyed our Halloween special here on the old radio comedy podcast. And remember, laughter really is the best. Medicine. <laughs>